If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast where it's a hot day. Dutch is on a conference Mm. call with, I believe, somebody called Fabio. And I'm actually enjoying a (laughs) rooibos tea, which I just had a moment downstairs as I was stood at the fridge, Sarah. My rooibos tea was brewing. I was having fresh strawberries from the garden. I was listening to my fiance on the phone to somebody called Fabio. And I was like, just look at me. Just look at me. (laughs) (laughs) If they could see me now. Look at Reaching, reaching an arm through the French windows to pull a strawberry, to just gently, gently pull a lemon off a tree to slice for the tea. They said I'd never go anywhere. (laughs) I told them I'd make something of myself. And look at me. Eating oh fruit God. with rooibos tea. Yeah, it's so funny. Rooibos. I always call it ruby booze, which I'd invite you. I'd encourage you to do the same because it's ruby very booze. fun. Ruby booze. Because I can never remember how to pronounce it other than red bush, which. Well, it reminds me of our vacation in South Africa. So every time I drink of it, I'm course. taken back. I'm taken oh, back yes. to the time when I was served it at one of the many hotels that we went to mm. at my arrival drink. You know how it is. And they, they also Absolutely. served it on safari when I was very much underdressed for the cold weather. <laughs> Do you know, it is absolutely perfect that you have mentioned because I literally thought of you. So we went on our mini break. John and I went on our mini break, which had been a long time coming. We worked Where did out you go? We went to Birch. This lovely house. I can't, I would really recommend it, actually. You can take dogs. You can take dogs. Dogs can stay the night as well. Um, we didn't take pegs because, you know, we That's not a vacation. a weekend off. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, and great for families, great for kids, but also great for couples. It was brilliant. It's like this gorgeous old house, basically. Lovely rooms, uh, roaming around in the, um, the... There's loads to do as well. I had a gong bath. 
I had a pregnancy facial. It was heaven. Had the best lobster I've ever had in my life on that Saturday night. And Sarah, actually, you've eaten funny. a lot of lobster. That is a I strong have. claim. I've eaten a lot of lobsters. A lot of lobsters in my life. Um, and... And actually, that meal, we went out for like the fancy meal on the Saturday night. And uh, they were very, they, they were more concerned and more knowledgeable, it turned out, about things that a pregnant woman can and can't eat than I certainly was. She was like, I think, I, I, I think I'm going to change the broth for you because it's very fishy. It's quite heavy. I was like, OK, sure. She was like, and uh, what did she ask? She, she was like, are you all right with this? I was like, oh, yeah, fine. Load it on. Don't worry about it. She was like, no, I think I'm going to tell the kitchen. I was like, OK, fine. You know, when somebody's really... Like, they were like, is everything all right? You know, is everything okay? I was like, oh, bring it on. Don't worry about it. Um, so we did that. But I really thought of you because we'd had that ridiculous hot weather. Like, it had been so hot. And that was the weekend. The weekend of the mini break was when it turned, right? And the, the irony is that I'd been talking about the weather turning. I'd been going on about it. I was like, oh, this weekend it's going to break. This weekend it's going to be better. I woefully underpacked and I was like oh my god this is just like Jules in South Africa on safari where he only had one jumper <laughs> there was a gifted jumper that was my flight jumper that I hadn't even yeah. it wasn't part of my safari look <laughs> I was exactly the same I was sat there shivering I was like why haven't I bought anything with long sleeves why have I just bought why have I bought these ridiculous small thin dresses that I've just been parading around in for the past two weeks because it's so hot? <laughs> the weather's dropped. Why haven't I brought my jeans? I was like, I was stood in the shower. I was like, all I needed was my jeans, my trainers and a blanket. And I, I mean, I never travel anywhere without a blanket. I can't explain it, but I really, really thought of you. I really, really was. It's really cutting, <laughs> isn't it? Because you're like, yeah, I look stunning like my outfit is perfection people yeah. would, like people are crying as I'm walking people past weep. but yes. inside tis I who is crying because I'm yes. absolutely frozen <laughs> I'm frozen to the bone <laughs> um, but something else that happened this morning oh, Sarah um, which I actually thought of you and it was it just was a real it was a real situation so Something Ports crew that I know I'm sure you think about never is the renovations of our house. Now, unfortunately, due to the circumstances with Brexit and COVID, material prices are through the roof. Um, yes, we, I've heard this. I've we heard have this. had to make a, a decision to pause our extensive renovations until yeah. next year. Not um, the stained glass. Uh, Sarah, I can't even tell you the price of the glass that came back. I was like, <laughs> what? Um, so we are like, right, okay, let's focus on the things inside now. Like, well, because we're not even gonna, if the dust comes when we renovate, the dust comes, this hall needs painting, the lights need yeah. doing, chandeliers are coming in, let's go. The yeah, shower this morning, we have this janky electric shower that honestly, I mean, there's a reason that it hasn't ever featured on the grams. Like there is a, there's a massive reason. Um, and I've had, last... I have showered in it. I have had the pleasure or the displeasure of that shower. It's and like a meter is... squared tray. Yeah. It's a meter squared. Like 
my PT was like, oh, you can it's just do stretches cup. in the shower. I'm like, you can't do stretches in are that you, shower. Are you insane? <laughs> so this morning, um, as I was second shampooing, duh, 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 it stops. And I was like, oh my God. 50p so, in the meter. <laughs> so I was like pushing the buttons. I had to get out things flapping about. And I like was doing all the switches, turning it off and on. No. Sarah, it was a leg day at the gym today. So standing, sitting, kneeling, very painful for me at the moment. I had to fill the bath and kneel butt naked and finish washing my hair and then cleanse my face. And then like I couldn't reach a, a proper body wash. So I had to use my Chambly's bubble bath to wash my body. It was so, so depressing. It was such a low. And I was like, if Sarah could only see me now. <laughs> oh, darling, you know I would have been there with a measuring jug, put, spooning it over you. You know I would have been there, darling. I would have been ankle deep in it for you. That is... Bathing like um, a war soldier. <laughs> yeah, yes, come on. That's it. Fear not. I mean, what I love most is to think of you completely polished to the hilt with your high-end little serums and your little products on Sephora talking about talking like you've got some sort of I don't know this sort of bathroom that would feature in Gwyneth Paltrow's goop yeah. video yes. <laughs> when in reality there you are in an under-electric shower from the early 90s <laughs> And cleansing yourself with Shampney's Shampney's bubble bath. Oh, darling, what a learn. On all fours. Oh, on all fours, just to add extra, extra insult to the scene. Um, it makes me think of uni. We had lived in the most revolting house at university in second year. God, it was horrific. It was horrible. And and it was you, you had to put uh, money in the meter like there was two meters yeah, you had sure. to go down to spa you had to buy your token and you had to feed yeah. it in yeah and uh and if it went everything was electric so sometimes it would go when you were on a shampoo and you'd be like it would just cut down like all the lights would go yeah, off yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the electric yeah. shower would go off and and then that was it yeah you couldn't yeah you had to sort of hover over a very small sink and try and um, you know get in, get in get into your nooks and crannies. Quite the whore's bath stood, you know what I mean? Stood over a little sink. Scenario. <laughs> yeah, but this was when you were at uni. This is me yeah. now at thirty-four yeah, in my own now. detached house. Sorry to ask, because this is a very boring question. Do you know what's happened to it? Has it just given up? Has it just? said, you know what, you deserve better. I'm not, I'm going to pack up and go. I know, I think she's handed in her notice, but we've got a plumber coming round later who I think we are going to get these two bathrooms done. We're going to order our Moroccan four poster bed today. It's all happening. I've, ha I've had enough. I've sure. had enough. Now, sure. now's the time. Yeah, yeah. Now's the time for I, the Phoenix yeah. to rise. Absolutely, darling. Now is your time of reckoning. Now, <laughs> yeah, now, now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had, yeah, because I had a very similar experience. And if you did watch me, watch my stories, I did document it yesterday about a duvet. Um, because we've ordered a bed and a mattress. The bed and the mattress arrived. This was back in March. Uh, no duvet. We ordered the duvet. So I refused to sleep on a large bed 
with a smaller duvet. I'm just refusing to do that because I'm better. I'm worth more than that. So we're currently still in the guest room. Um, but I rang them yesterday. And you know when you're all fired up? You know when you're ready to actually be livid with yeah. somebody about it? Yeah, like, yeah. this is a disgrace. Where is it? And I got a very nice lady and who said, I'm going to get Brett to call you back. I, I said, good. Okay, yes. Well, I look forward to his call. And he rang me. I liked him straight away. He was brummy and slightly camp. And I thought, mm, yes, Brett's going to sort this out for Ideal. Me. I'm in safe hands here. I'm amongst friends. <laughs> and, um, and he just said, Sarah, this duvet is not coming back in until November. I said, that's no good to me, Brett. I said, I did play the pregnancy card. I said, I'm 35 weeks pregnant. I said, and I haven't got a bed. I just don't even have a bed, Brett. I've got a lovely bed and I can't sleep in it. He said, don't you worry. I've got a better duvet. I'm going to pop it in the post for you at once. And so my rage that I'd worked up over the course of the morning before calling completely came to nothing. Never like, surfaced. Oh, fine. Yeah, never surfaced. Everything, everything was complete. In fact, I was thanking them. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is wonderful. What a fabulous outcome. Thanks so much, Brett. Do you want to go for, if, you, if you're ever in South East London? Of course, now when they say your, your calls may be recorded, there it is. This yes. is how our superstar Brett turns outraged, <laughs> angry pregnant woman into lovely, charming, <laughs> docile, pleasant I lady. I very, I did say to this girl, I was like, I want to speak to somebody very, very senior. <laughs> 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 I did say that to the girl. I was like, look, there's no point in me having a go at you. It's not your fault. I want to speak to somebody very, very, very senior. This is beyond your pay grade. You don't deserve this. I want to speak to somebody else. It's the use of the secondary very that was really my highlight. Yeah. I, I need to speak to somebody very, very senior. Yes. We'll just not put me just... to the CEO. Yeah, yes. Well, don't. My friend, Chaps, got, she was complaining to a, a, a well-known furniture outlet and demanded the email address to the CEO. She went direct. It was all resolved in 24 hours. She was having big problems with customer service and she said, right, I want the email, the direct email to the CEO. That's what I need. She went direct. Sometimes I get DMs from very angry people um, if like their order has been delayed or something's gone wrong. Obviously, I, I don't work in that side of the Isle of Paradise <laughs> business, nor do I work in any of our retailers' orders. But people come to me and they're like, I just need you to know I'm absolutely outraged with the delivery service. And I'm like, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing I can do about that. So yeah. I wish you all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I don't work in dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shopper just like you, please. Yeah. God, I'm livid for you. <laughs> this yeah. is a disgrace. <laughs> if I were you, I'd call them and give them a piece of my mind. <laughs> yeah, here's a script. You need to use very, very. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you exactly who to ask for. Um, <laughs> Will we do a bit of correspondence? Oh my gosh, let's do some correspondence. Now, I actually had a really, really, really lovely um, DM from Megan Reed. Um, and this is when um, the photos from your non-baby shower, baby shower, housewarming, moving in Sarah's existence party were shared Yeah, my online. afternoon delight, yes. And Megan DM'd, she said, you two have the cutest friendship 
I love oh. listening to the podcast because the genuine love between you is just so very heartwarming. So lovely to have the honour of being allowed an insight into what must be such a positive and supportive and fun relationship. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> Don't oh, you feel seen? Doesn't this I little relationship totally feel seen? seen? I mean, the picture she's obviously referring to is you and that enormous lantern, of course. Which I'm <laughs> oh, don't. That lantern haunts me. I look out onto our garden and I'm like, would that lantern work there? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, don't talk yourself into the lantern. Don't be ridiculous. It'd terrify you in the middle of the night. You'd you'd get up and get to go to the bathroom. You'd look out across. You'd look out across the garden, and and suddenly you'd see it twinkling. It would not be good. There's a lovely DM here on the Facebook group from Caroline Woodcock. Um, she looks to be serving herself. I think it's herself. She doesn't mention if it's anybody else. There's <laughs> wedges of cheese, blue. There's um, port salut there. There's brie. There's cheddar. There's boursin. Crackers of all varieties, there's olives oh. and bowls. I mean, it's quite the scene. Um, hi, gang. Just for her. I'm making my way through the archive and I finally listened to the episode where Sarah announced that John had proposed and Jules oh. went official with Dutch. It's brought, yes. um, it's brought me immense amounts of joy and it seemed fitting to have a cheese board for tea. Open brackets, this is, this is good clarity. Not all to myself, but let's face it, I could manage it. <laughs> Big Port Salut crew love to you all. Kiss, kiss. Oh. oh. And then like Alice, Alison underneath said, I just listened to that one last week too. There's many of you making your way through the archives at the moment, which is so lovely. And there's been a few DMs coming in being like, oh, I just listened to this episode when you did this. I'm like, thank you for reminding me of that moment in my life. That's it's, so kind. It's so good. It's so good that we've got this sort of archive of vaults yeah yeah oh, the vaults absolutely now speaking of the archive and speaking of the vaults um as you know portslew crew i'm i'm going to have a baby i'm going to have a baby in apparently eight minutes time um which is completely terrifying because there's still a lot to do we've only just just ordered a cot for example, um, I'd still have to get over. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, John, John, we haven't got any baby hats. The midwife said, don't go into hospital without the baby hats. Um, I also, you'll really appreciate this. I was like, what are my priorities in labour? And obviously I'll need to keep the fringe from my sweaty labouring face. You must, yes. I must. Uh, so I bought myself a beautiful silk headband with which to do this <laughs> that's what i shall have on in the birthing pool there it is sweeping back my fringe john was like john was like are these the priority purchases i was like of course they are um so we were thinking about what to do with the podcast and mm. so what we have decided to do portslough crew uh, for the first time ever, for the first time in podcast history, mm -hmm. we are going to have a little break. We are going to take some time off. We're going to reflect. We're going, we're going Sarah to... is going on mat leave, quite yeah. rightly. Quite rightly. I am. And we had a big discussion about it and we were like, 
You don't want to be worrying about the podcast when you've got when you've got the newest member of the Port Salut crew to look oh. after. Like, you know, it's absolutely categorically the most important thing that you take time off to be with baby and you have a proper mat leave. And so we are going to be taking a little bit of a break. We have not decided when we'll be coming back, but we will be coming back. Absolutely. Who knows? Yes. There might be sporadic episodes bumped in here and there. Who knows? We don't know because we're navigating uncharted waters <laughs> as yes. friends. Um, yes. But it's only right that Sarah has proper time with Aww. newborn baby Jules. And so, you know, <laughs> I just want you to enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you, love. Thank you. Because it is anybody who works for themselves or anybody who doesn't actually there is a pressure there's a pressure to you know be visible and to, yeah. to, to sort of keep showing up and all that sort of nonsense so i've just put all that in the bin and i've gone goodbye everyone i'll see you on the other side whatever that looks like like um, sarah's also... like a tortoise that needs putting in a box and just putting yes. away like that, <laughs> that is exactly what i want that's exactly what i need a slice of lettuce a small <laughs> radish pop me in a box and i'll see you next year so Slew crew next week next week will be the final podcast before i trot off okay so next week we're just prepare we're putting the preparations in now yes. we didn't want to spring it on <laughs> no, you just next no. week we didn't want to do that but also beautifully this coincides with next week being our 500th episode. Uh, and that's we worked out. That's if we don't do a nibble. So there'll yeah. be no nibble on Tuesday yeah. because we want to keep this nice round number yeah, of it, 500. It just worked better for both yeah. of us lunar-wise, actually. Yeah. Yes. It's very, we don't want to do 501. It's very, very upsetting. It won't work in the numeracy of, of the planets. That, that's not going to work. So no. they, we'll do this week. There will be no nibble. And then next week will be the final, the final hurrah before I trot off on maternity leave. Um, how? How are Sheila and Ken? Well, Sheila and Ken are also, they're also in a very, they're in the place of renovations at the moment. They're in a similar mm. position to ourselves, getting bitten by the, the backlash of COVID and Brexit. Um, although Sheila has been absolutely incredible in helping me order a Miele dishwasher. Um, she also got the same, she was on the wait list. She's had hers installed and she, she described it as life-changing, which I said to her says a lot more about her than it does about the dishwasher. <laughs> they are good, though. They are good. I would say my, I would say my dishwasher has been life-changing. Very heavy ours, door on our dishwasher. Very, very heavy. You need both hands. Ours causes a lot of distress and a lot of swearing. Um, so we are getting a new one. It wasn't going to be installed, but we are going to have it installed. Anyway, um, when because when I was at Sheila and Ken's last time, it is so the last dishwasher. It, it sounded like water was coming in through the ceiling, like it was so loud. I was like, "This is so offensive. How are you supposed to enjoy your 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 sherry at eight pm with that thing <laughs> making itself known? I'm working over here. No, no, you sit down, enjoy your drink. I'll just be over here." washing away <laughs> i know i know well sheila also um is very excited um because 
next time we catch up, Portslough, obviously not next week, but the next time uh, the podcast kicks back up again, we'll be all talking about Sheila being mother of the bride. And <gasps> something that when yes. my brother uh, got married, she didn't really take that role on because it was for Tamar's mum to do but. You know, I said to my mum, I was like, mum... Because there, there was an actual bride and yeah, an actual yeah, yeah, mother, yeah, 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 and an actual yeah. mother of the bride. bride. Yes, and now, yes. And now I said to my mum, I was like, look, you don't have a daughter, but I'm as good as. So if you want the role, it's yours. Well, <laughs> Sheila looked absolutely joyful. And when we... Oh. So Portsmouth crew, we are going to the Netherlands and we are going to find a wedding venue. And I said to mum, I will FaceTime you when I'm there. We are going to sign and get one. We're not, I said to Dutch, I'm not leaving until we've got a wedding venue. Yes! I am not leaving. Um, it's Christmas. If Jules coming home, no, he still hasn't found a wedding venue. He's still not happy. They thought they had something. Then he saw the napkins. It's had to start. There was all no over again. helicopter landing pad. He said, no. no. Yes. <laughs> um, so. Yes, so that is really what's been a main focus. And now that that's been announced, it's started to trickle into day-to-day live conversations. It has started, but I know that once we find this venue, I know that we're going to be moving into where are people going to hang their hats? What about, what about the charger plates? God, <laughs> what about the photo that? ops? Where yes. are people going to put their hats? Where? Oh my God, I've totally forgotten about that. That she wanted the string pegs. with the pegs. <laughs> oh my God. There was only three hats there. There was only three hats there. I know, even I wore a fascinator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is lovely. This is just what we all need. This is the perk we all need yeah. to look forward to the wedding of the century. Um, and I cannot wait. I can't wait to hear the escapades. Oh my God. Sheila. Well, Sarah, well, also, Sarah, I'll just have to phone you from the Netherlands myself. We'll, yes. just, we'll just have to, I'll be like, Sarah, I Fine. need to ask your advice. Because actually, I do think about your wedding so much, babes. And like, oh. I'm just going to need your advice to like, <laughs> all the things you don't things. want. No, yeah. no, no, no. Because I, I do ask myself, I'm like, will I have a charging plate moment? Will I start mm. going insane over something? Because Sarah did. Sarah yeah. did. And I'm like, oh, I, I did. Will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> At the moment, I'm very fixated on the crockery, actually. It's really started to like, okay, so I need to find the venue and they need to make sure that they have the crockery because the crockery is going to set yeah. the whole scene. And then actually, I'm kind of planning the invites around the crockery. It's just a whole thing. And it's just starting to like, yeah. you know, Sarah, you'll know. It's just, it's like a cartoon bean sprout that's just growing and evolving and wrapping. And it, like, that's what's happening behind Absolutely. the scenes. Behind you the must... scenes. You must call me any time. If I'm in labour, you must call me. <laughs> You'll answer and I'll be like, great, headscarf. Can I ask you about this? <laughs> Absolutely. Hold the gas in air. Show me the, show me the, show me the forks. Oh gosh, yeah, brilliant. And it does, it's exactly how it happens. It creeps up and suddenly you do find yourself waking up in the middle of the night going, I hate napkin rings. What was I thinking? <laughs> um, that's just that's just what happens. Where will they put a bread roll? That sort of thing. Um, but also when I was home, I must say, I don't know if you've seen, I did a job with Waitrose, did a beautiful cocktail recipe. like, um, And it was such a nice cocktail. I, I did can't see rec- that. I can't recommend that cocktail mm. enough. It was so nice. Anyway, I made four. And the thing is, it's, 
It's rosé vermouth and tequila, which I didn't tell Sheila. Oh. So I put it down and sat next to her. And she took like two sips and suddenly she just started to get a bit glazed. And I was like, well, maybe... Ooh, maybe no maybe you don't need any more of that she finished it she finished it she went back in to cook the risotto which for a dish that needed constant stirring i thought was brave i thought it was brave Very and i brave. just i just kept looking in and she was there st- almost like moving with the spoon in circular motion <laughs> Yeah, no mixer, interestingly, in that cocktail. No mixer there. No, there was. There was sugar-free ginger ale, but just a splash. Oh, great. And then there was cassis over the top. God, gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've got my drinks lined up, practically. Hey, now, speaking of cassis and stirring risottos, I'm actually, I know the backstory of Dunes, but how was your vacation mini break trip to Dunes? Because I saw that you were not very well. Oh my gosh, I went down. I basically paid for the privilege to get on a train, go up to Dunes, get poorly, get well and come home. That's what happened. (laughs) That's what that, that was my weekend at Dunes. Yes, I was very, very sick, uh, very poorly. The good thing was uh, that it came and it went. It came, I felt terrible, I went down, I went to bed, I was sick, I slept, I got up, I felt fine again. I crawled out at one point for a bit of very ill-advised pineapple. That was a mistake. Oh no, Sarah, pineapple norovirus. oh my God. I don't know what I was thinking. I'd rather eat a banana. (laughs) But what I did want to update you on was... Of course, Felix's Postman Pat cake. So on the last day that we were getting the train home, June uh, had arranged to meet Kerry, her BFF, for lunch. And so she was doing her hair and everything. And my sister and I were lying there talking to her. And uh, (laughs) and we said, oh, where are you meeting Kerry for lunch? Thinking they would go, oh, you know, lovely little cafe here. Lovely little, you know, we're we're popping in for... Piccolino's. Yeah, somewhere charming. (laughs) She went, we're meeting outside Greg's. (laughs) Right, lovely. (laughs) Sure, sure. Which Greg's, if you're not from the UK, is a very, very damn market bakery, I must say. And I say that with confidence. It's bloody good, though. It's bloody good when all you want is a Greg's. Anyway, so June decided she was going to make... Felix's birthday cake. It's Felix's second birthday. Um, and she was going with a postman Pat theme. She'd bought Pat, she'd bought the van, she'd had to buy Jess separately, as you remember, because she was worried everyone would go, Where's Jess? And she was all set to go. Anyway, I don't know if I've ever properly told this on the podcast that Kerry, Kerry is a master baker, right? Kerry. God, you don't want to say that after a while. (laughs) (laughs) Kerry makes phenomenal cakes. Like she, she does cakes. She makes them. Yeah, she's fantastic. Kerry's cakes. Anyway, June was like, "I'm going to make the cake." Kerry was like, "Don't make the cake, June. I'm already doing a wedding cake. Don't worry about it. I'll make the cake." And June, June. said fine I'll come on Friday and I'll decorate it she said June let me just get on with it what of the what are the measurements of Pat's van and so they had this whole conversation about how big to make the road and 
June said. June said it was very tight on the road, actually. He could never have turned, you know. <laughs> <laughs> very much one way for Pat. A drive. Pat, yeah, he was effectively parked up to, uh, no doubt, deliver the parcels. <laughs> but this all happened, including Kerry having to make a wedding cake with buttercream on the hottest day of the... It was boiling as Kerry was trying to make this this cake she had a, she said she had an absolute nightmare with the dry stone wall as it just kept melting <laughs> oh god and this wedding cake which apparently buttercream like a buttercream cake is very bad in hot weather doesn't do well Kerry said by the time she got it to the venue she thought it looked like it had been sat on <laughs> soup <laughs> yes here's your cake anyway, bye but what i particularly enjoyed about this story was that june was very happy to accept compliments on the cake oh, very okay. very happy when alex she didn't Felix's tell me that carrie had made no it. she didn't tell anyone on the facebook group alex was like oh june you've absolutely outdone yourself she was like oh thanks so much she didn't bloody make it it was all carrie <laughs> <laughs> oh my god will we do a bit of news from the north oh my gosh let's now, mine, Sarah, I have moved across the Pennines and I apologise oh. in advance. Um, this one comes from the liverpoolecho.co.uk. And I must say, Sarah, that now, because I search for news from the north every week, Google has started suggesting them to me. I was like, oh, Great. this is very convenient. Perfect. Perfect. Shoppers say someone should be in prison after spotting new home bargains item. Now, I originally read this and I thought, oh, gosh, this sounds a bit aggressive. That's not really my style of news, but don't worry. Home <laughs> bargain shoppers claim that someone should be in prison after they were distracted when checking out the retailer's new lamp online. The retailer frequently keeps shoppers updated on its homeware and fashion items through social media channels. Taking to its Facebook page this week, Home Bargain shared a photo originally posted by self-proclaimed cleaning addict, said in inverted commas, Leanne of Instagram account at 110 Renovation, um, of its ports of call by Jeff Banks, rattan table lamp, but its followers quickly focused on something else. Alongside the photo, the retailer wrote, the type of Sunday setup we love to see, a brew and our gorgeous rattan lamp, buy online, insert link. Um, however, it is not the rattan lamp shoppers are paying attention to, but the cup of tea shown alongside instead. While some praised the $12.99 lamp, others just couldn't help but comment on the cup of tea shown in the photo. I will say the colour of this tea makes it look like a milky mocha. Oh, God. Among the comments, one shopper said, you need less milk in that tea, though. And a second wrote, that tea looks a bit weak. A third said, that tea needs life support. <laughs> a, a fourth shopper. The, the, the prison line, someone should be in prison, was very misleading at the top yeah, there. really very, misleading. Very, very misleading. A fourth shopper added, that's not a brew. A fifth said, Ooh, throw another tea bag in that. It needs more strength. And a sixth said, whoever made that tea should be in prison. Um, sure. <laughs> to shop the rattan lamp, visit Home Bargains website <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
what a thing. What a, what, what a thing to complain about. <laughs> I know, the colour of someone. Very thing. niche. Very, very niche. Um, so, my news from the north comes from the Nutsford Guardian, a charming publication. Oh, there's a 70% off at Laura Ashley until Sunday. Well, I that's can good confirm. To know. Just in case anybody needed that there. Um, six of the best for triumphant gooseberry grower. A passionate grower has swept the board at the 46th annual Crown of Piova Gooseberry Show. Show secretary Keith Tickle triumphed winning six awards including the Bert and Leslie Flint Trophy for the heaviest premier berry with his Edith Cavell weighing 30 PWTS and then 13 gurns as well so I'm, I'm not sure about the correct um, empirical measurements for berries but there I'd they like are. I'd like to really focus on the Bert and Leslie Trophy like um, I yeah. think like, let's yes. just let's just home in on that Oh, the award. Yes, you today, sir, have won the Burton Leslie Trophy. Yes! I want to win the, the Burton, Burton Leslie Les Trophy. Who were they and what a legacy to leave? <laughs> he also won the Whitbread Trophy for championship, <laughs> championship plate, the Jim Lander Cup for heaviest See? twins, and the John Hamilton Trophy for most points gained in the show, and then the Sam Cragg Rose Bowl for headier, heaviest Edith Cavill <laughs> plate. These trophies, I can't. <laughs> oh, it's almost embarrassing for Keith Tickle. Ian Goff was awarded the Gordon Cragg Cup for most points gained in the colour berry classes and the Alan Jenkinson Trophy for the second heaviest Premier Berry. Peter Riley received the Arthur Newton Cup for the heaviest triplets and Mike Godfrey won the Trevor Taylor Trophy for Most Improved Grower, and the John Hard and John Hardy won the Mike Smith Cup for the heaviest plate of any twelve berries from a member below the third in the Premier category. What? It's so niche. It's, it's so intense, isn't it? It's really intense. Show Secretary Keith Tickle said, It's been a particularly difficult year for growers, beginning with heavy and extensive frosts from February through till May, which caused a great deal of damage to the trees and berries. The growing season was also unseasonably cold throughout April and May, and it was not until June that the, growing, the better growing weather prevailed. However, there was a heat wave mid-July, followed by torrential rain in the last four days before the show. All of this meant that many berries split or dropped off in the build-up to show day. The show was a huge success and enjoyed by all members and the public. Prizes were presented by Alison Painter, chairman of Lower Piva Parish Council, who made a speech recalling memories of village in years gone by. Bouquets were presented on behalf of the members by the show president and chairman, Dr Hugh Gibbs to Alison and also Janet Bertles, landlady of the Crown Inn, in recognition and thanks for her continuing support for the show. The Crown is always on the lookout for new members to join this long-standing and most enjoyable village events and all new growers would be made very welcome. Anyone interested in joining can contact the Crown before the end of the growing season in October so that the trees can be sourced for them. Lovely. Well, good yeah. heavens. The Burton yes, Leslie it's... Trophy. I mean, I, I really, I, yeah. I've got to admit, Sarah, I drifted a bit during that news because I was really thinking about... <laughs> 
understandably. I was really thinking about the types of people that have trophies named after them. And also it got me thinking about the types of people that go to these growing events. Like, are you just brought up going into these growing events? Like, that would never cross my mind that these events even existed. I bet Dutch would be into them, actually. I reckon he'd oh, enjoy. Yes. He'd enjoy a vegetable growing event. Oh, my God. He must enter. He must enter yeah, but Sarah, a flower I'm not and produce it show. Because that will mean that I'll have to go. No. So we'll all go. We'll make a day of it. I'll bring <laughs> pegs. We'll all go. Lovely flapjacks. I'll <laughs> definitely come. Oh, my God. It'd be an amazing day. It'd be brilliant. Uh, you could make some jam. <gasps> you could you could enter your damsel okay, gin. The fork in our road is splitting. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> Although I did just You're make I did just make gooseberry and elderflower gin. I'm telling you, if you if there was a rosette in it for you, you'd be rosette? more into it. I want a cup. I'm not going for a rosette. Fine. You must be joking. <laughs> I want a me. rose. I want a rose bowl. That's what I want. I would be seen dead in and, a rosette. <laughs> Would you like a hypothetical question? Mm, yes. Hypothetically, if you had a symbol or a crest that represented you, what would it look like? A rosette. <laughs> <Jokes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd really want some sort of nothing fleur de lis. I can't bear a fleur de lis. Um, my. My, uh, at school, at primary school, our crest on our blazer was a genie lamp, which I always thought was very fun. Oh, very It was a very little lamp good. with smoke coming out of it, which I, I always thought was good for a, for a school crest. Um, I think I'd maybe, I'd want to have a bit of phoenix in there because I do, I always reference the phoenix. Um, but yeah, maybe that genie lamp, maybe. Oh my God, what am I talking about? Okay, so. I'd have the phoenix rising um, and then underneath I'd have crossed over two peacock feathers. Oh, exquisite. Yeah, and then I think I'd have it with some sort of Latin puelectum puelarum puelis or whatever it is. Yes. I think that's Latin for girl in the different verbs. That's the only Latin I can remember from school. I wasn't very good. Um, the, the girl sat by the girl. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Our school, what was your school motto? I never understood ours. Ours was um, Lauda Finem, which means praise the end. Oh, God. Dark, How weird. I thought, yeah. I can't remember, but ours was. What was ours? I, I, I feel like ours was was it was like a, a, a sort of a white wolf dancing with a lion i think that was what was on our which school does crest. speak volumes it yeah, does speak volumes yeah i think that's what it was i don't really know i didn't quite know what was going on there um portsley crew we absolutely we adore you worship for listening. you absolutely adore you uh, you can write to us please continue to do so jules would love to have a nice big full sack for when the podcast comes back actually and i intend to have a full sack for that podcast return <laughs> the address is the port salut crew hq po box 300 me 13 5dp i think <laughs> <laughs> It is all. It is all in the description there. It's all in the description. Just, yeah, it's all in the description. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll Great. be fine. Find it there. We do always finish on Jules's affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? 
Well, this, I actually loved it. And it's from an account called Moon Omens. Moon Omens? Moon Omens. Sure. There we are. Sure. Moon Omens. Moon Omens. The kindest people are not born that way. They are made. They are the souls that have experienced so much at the hands of life. They are the ones who have dug themselves out of the dark, who have fought to turn every loss into a lesson. The kindest people do not just exist. They choose to soften where circumstance has tried to harden them. They choose to believe in goodness because they have seen firsthand why compassion is so necessary. They have seen firsthand why tenderness is so important in this world. Oh my God. I mean, far that was from more of a sermon, actually. I think it was, it was more actually, of a sermon, it, but. It was, uh, yeah, it was. It was a wedding <laughs> reading there, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I could yeah. have that read out as I walked down the aisle. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. <laughs> Portsmouth Crew, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye!